Hey, Lighthouse Niagara family, this is Pastor Joel Sloss. I hope that the message you received today blesses you so, so much. All right. So, yeah, the Lord is doing a work in you, or the Lord is doing a work in your life. Now, I want to start um, saying that as believers, of course, the, the day we became a believer, the day we repented, we repent on, on, of our sins and we gave our life uh, to Jesus. Um, that same day, our life started to change. Okay? So many would say, okay, my life changed the day I uh, became a Christian. And that is correct. But it's, it's, it's not also a change that happened. It is more of a change that is happening. It is still happening. Our life as believer is always in a continuous change. Now I want to talk more about that on, on a few minutes. Now, so the first uh, change, or we can, we can say, yeah, there are instant changes that sometimes the Lord uh, does in our lives. Uh, but the, the big changes in our lives, they take place with the time, right? They, they come progressively. Now, things that we receive instantly, the very, uh, at, the, at the very moment when we gave our life to, to Jesus, our lives to him, the first instant change that happened to you was that you were forgiven. That is not, not like, okay, uh, forgiveness will come with time. And no, 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 no. Instantly, you receive forgiveness. The very uh, uh, moment that you say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. I repent of my sins. I believe in you. I believe in Jesus. In that moment, you receive forgiveness instantly. And then, at the same time, of course, you receive salvation. That's another huge change in your life, of course. You were on your way to hell, or we were on our way to hell for eternity. We were going to be uh, uh, separated from God for eternity. But at that time, like this, instantly, we receive a place in heaven, of course, for eternity uh, with God too. Now, other things, other, other people, now these, these two things, and there, there's more, we receive the Holy Spirit too. We receive so many things, protection and blessings instantly. I, don't, I cannot uh, say all of them, it's going to take too long. Now, some other people, um, so the, the first two that I said, it's for every believer. Now, there is another group of people that they receive instantly the day they became believers. They instantly receive some miracles. It can be healing. It can be, I don't know, deliverance. It can be a financial miracle. I don't know, whatever. Some people does receive it. But normally, normally, the big, the big changes in our lives, the big things come 
as we walk in the Lord. So the, the Lord starts to do a work in us that will progressively take place. So that means that the Lord starts a work and he doesn't stop until he's done. Okay, and this is for the rest of, of our life. We, we will see that uh, later too. Now, um, there is a, a key word that I want to say tonight, and it's the word doing. So our Christian life is not only about something that God did, and it's not only what God will do. It's actually what he is doing right now. And many times as believers, we focus so much in the past or so much in the future. We are continually thinking about what we did or what the Lord did or what happened years ago. And we're still thinking about it and, and our mind is, is still there. Whatever mistake we, we committed or whatever, we can say, oh, my life used to be better than, than it is now, whatever. But uh, we, don't, we don't realize that that's already in the past. There's nothing we can do. The, the past is gone. It's, it's not there anymore, right? And the future doesn't exist yet. The future, some, some people, they live too much in the future. And, and, you know, sometimes we can get anxious, right, for thinking, oh, this problem is going to happen. I'm going to have this problem or I'm going to suffer this or that. And, hey, wait a second. It, it, it hasn't happened yet. At least wait. Wait until the time and we will see if the things are going to be the way you expect or not. So um, when we focus too much in our past or in the future, we forget of what the Lord is doing right now in my life in the present time. And the same uh, uh, way, the same way that time never stops, the same way the Lord never stops working in us. Amen? So I need to focus mainly in what the Lord is doing in my life right now. I need to focus on what the Lord wants right now. Yeah, and I understand many times we can receive a prophecy about the future and that's okay. And that's okay. The Lord will reveal us something that could happen in 20 years or in a month or next day, whatever. But still, we have to focus on living a Christian life, you know, one day at a time. Just one day at a time. Now, um, I want to share, uh, and I hope not to take too long on this uh, message tonight. Um, just a few, few things about that work that the Lord does in, in our life. More, I want to talk more about the way he works, right? Because it will be too long for me to, it, it can take, I don't know, weeks if we share about all what the Lord can do in our lives, right? But I, wanted, I, I just want to share today um, uh, like in, in talking general on the way that the Lord works in us, so we can um, so we can keep focus 
under presence so we can keep focus on what the Lord is doing in my life today. So the first question or the first point in here is, who does the work in my life? Who's the one that works in me? Many times as believers, we think that it has to be a work that we do. I am the one that needs to work in my own character, in my own life. I, ha I have to try harder. I have to do this and do that, and we will go and find, I don't know, the, the whatever program, the 10 steps to stop anxiety, the 25 levels of, of faith, or the whatever thing. And, and, uh, and we might think that, hey, it is... It is something I have to do for myself. I have no one else. This is, yeah, the Lord saved me. Yeah, the Lord gave me salvation. The Lord uh, gave me his forgiveness. But now it is time to do my own ways, my own things. I got I to gotta make it happen. And we forget who's the one that does the work in us. Some other times we say, oh, it is the pastor, the one that does the work in me. It is my mom, my dad, my whatever, the, the government, the psychologist. We, we put our, I don't want to say our faith, but at least we put our eyes or we, we set our eyes in what others can do for me. And that's something that also sometimes makes us to forget who's the one that really does the work in my life. Now, 1 Thessalonians ver, um, chapter 5, verse, verses 23 and 24. This is what um, uh, the Apostle Paul, Paul uh, said. Verse 23. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit soul and body be, be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful who also will do it. The one that works in you is the Lord through the Holy Spirit. There is nothing that you can do for yourself. And now I'm not talking about a, that you're now going to sit on a chair and, and wait for things to happen. I'm not saying that. My thing in here is that our faith needs to be set in the Lord. Or fixed in Jesus and what he did on the cross for us. His salvation. His sanctification. It is the Lord that one that will help me to stop smoking. It is the Lord the one that helps me to stop lying to stop struggling with whatever thing. It's the Lord the one that is going to work a miracle in my life. It's the Lord that is going to do this and that. It's the Lord is the one that is working for me. That is doing a work in me. And I am secure in him. That's the, the mind that as believers we have to have. To know 
that it, we are in, in God's hands. I'm not in my own hands. I'm not in a, in a doctor's hands. I'm not in the pastor's hands. I'm not in the government hands. I am in, the, in God's hands. And he is faithful. He called you and he will do it in your life. He will do everything you need and everything he knows he has to do for you. Amen? Now, number two. Does God have a specific plan and purpose in my life? Or is he just, you know, improvising or playing it by ear? Is God doing random things in my life? Do I know? Now, and, I, and why do I say it, it, it might sound silly, right? But sometimes, as believers, we struggle because sometimes... Hey, I got to say, for us, some things, they just, they don't make any sense. We do not understand. And when we're going through the, the, the struggle, the problem, the, the battle, we say, oh my God, I don't understand why this. Why do I have to go through this? Why am I suffering what did I do to, to deserve this? What this and that? And we can uh, uh, get so uh, overwhelmed by the things of the world, by problems, by suffering, that we might think or we might get to a point of thinking, the Lord forgot about me. The Lord doesn't know what he's doing in my life. And I can see how that kind of happened to, uh, to Job, right? He was like, okay, I just, I just don't understand what did I do to receive all these sufferings and all these horrible things in my life. And yeah, he, he got to a point where he started to question God. Why is this? Why that? And that's a very bad place to be at. I always like to say that when we start to question God. Now, I always like to say there is nothing wrong on asking the Lord or inquiring, right? And the Lord will, will show you. The, the Lord will give answers to you. There is nothing wrong on saying with a correct heart to say, Lord, just show me why is this. Lord, show me why that or whatever. But when we start questioning in, you know, that, that time where we start to lose our faith and, and complain and start questioning just to complain, there's a, there, that is, I'm sorry, that is a very bad place to be at. I need to be sure in the fact that, yes, God does have a specific and unique plan in your life. It doesn't matter how young you are or how old you are, the Lord is keeping a plan in your life. We will see that in the next point. The Lord knows what he's doing. He's just not playing it by ear or doing random things in your life without not even knowing what's the purpose in it. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works which God prepared 
beforehand that we should walk in them. God is the, we can say, the perfect designer. Every time, before doing something, God will make a plan. And he will stick to that plan. God has a plan in your life that was, that he made it thousands of years ago. Before we were, uh, uh, before we were, in this side of heaven, before being born, the Lord already knew what to do with us. No one comes to life randomly. Or, or no one is like, okay, this, this baby was just born and God will be like, oh my goodness, I didn't know this this, this." Uh, baby was coming to 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 life what now what am i going to do god will never panic he knows everything he's got a plan we gotta remember that when things doesn't make sense when we say lord i don't understand but i submit to this but i believe that you're doing something help me lord give me the strength give me the power help me to go through this, Lord, let me see your love, your, mer your mercy, your grace. But always knowing that God has a perfect plan in your life. Now, number three. His plan is good. And he's working on it step by step in a precise way. The Lord is very accurate and precise and basically perfect in everything he does so his plan is a good plan and again sometimes hey I, I, I gotta say it maybe in the in the present time sometimes I don't like God's plan I don't like it when when we don't understand but then I don't know few months later, few years later, when we turn back, we say, okay, that was the best that could ever happen. So at the present time, sometimes we don't like it. But in the future, we will get to a point that we will understand. As long as our faith is in him. As long as we surrender to his will. As long as we say, Lord, is it still hard for me to accept why my son died or why my, my parents died or why I have to go through this tragedy or, uh, or whatever. Why you, why you couldn't do it in a different way, we will never know that. But we will have to know that whatever happened was the best thing that could happen regardless of how painful it was. God doesn't have a plan to destroy you. God is not against you. God is not going to uh, make a plan on how am I going to destroy Nathan. Okay, what's, what's next to, 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 to make, I don't know, whoever lives miserable? That's not our God. That is not the God that gave his son for us on the cross. 
his plans, as it is stated, by the way, in Jeremiah 29, 11, I have for this verse the English Standard Version that says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. To give us a future, a good future, of course, and hope. So we have to always remember, always remember, number one, his plan is good. Doesn't matter I don't like it sometimes. It doesn't matter I don't understand it sometimes. It doesn't matter um, uh, uh, that sometimes it's painful. He knows the plans that he has for you and for me. And the other thing in this, in this same uh, point number three is that he will follow his plan step by step. He already made a plan. He already has the instructions. He already has the whatever you want to call it, the steps or the, or the whatever you, you want to call it. I, I would say instructions. He already has, let's say, a manual for you. Isaiah uh, 28.10 shows how the word, the, the Lord applies this plan in our life. How precise is the Lord when it comes to, to, um, to the work he does in us. To how he applies this plan. And it says, for precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. The, God, the, uh, the Lord already has a plan in here, and he says, this must be done. Line by line, precept upon precept, a little here, a little there. And I, was, I was talking uh, to uh, uh, Pastor Dave and Pastor Joel uh, last week. Because we're working on building the, the studio um, there on the, on the second floor. Studio for making online uh, content. And I was saying uh, to, uh, to the pastor, hey, if you give me the instructions on what we have to do, I can go there for 45 minutes or an hour every day. And little by little... If we work on it little by little, we will do a lot. It's unbelievable how much you can do sometimes in just an hour. On, I think it was, yeah, on Monday, I came. He said, okay, we need to do sanding. So on, on Monday, uh, I came. I was just alone there, and I did some sanding. Little here, a little there. And then next day, uh, I don't know, somebody comes and does another work. Uh, by the way, tomorrow at, um, at 2, uh, 2 p.m., we will be working in the studio. If someone wants to come and give a hand, feel free to come and, uh, and we'll do some work on it. And this is the same that the Lord, um, or this is the same way the Lord works in us. A little here, a little there. Little by little, little changes, little changes, little things in here, 
little, little things in there. And after years, when we look back, we say, okay, now I can see this big difference in my life. Now I can see how different is, is my, my life before, or, or I'm sorry, or compared to two years ago. Maybe if the Lord does a, a change in your heart today, maybe tomorrow you won't be able to recognize it. Maybe in a week, uh, maybe you can see a little, but definitely with time or the, 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 the more time goes through, the more or the bigger, the bigger picture we can see on how those small changes, how that, the way that the Lord works line by line, little here, little there, how much those small changes make a big difference in our lives. Now, the fourth uh, thing I want to share today is that when, when the, the plan of the Lord starts in your life, it looks little at the beginning. But like I said before, little by little, it becomes bigger and bigger. And it, when the things in the Lord normally start in our life at something very small, but with time, that plan will get bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, I have two verses that I want to share about that. And um, the, the, the first one is uh, Proverbs, Proverbs 4, chapter 4, verse 18, that describes in a, in a very, I don't know, poetical way, the life of a believer. It says, but the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter on, onto the perfect day. So when the sun comes out, okay, it's dark, then a little light starts to come. And it, as the day goes, it becomes brighter and brighter until the day is perfect. In, in, in Colombia, the, we say the, the day is perfect or when the sun is set on his most shining position, we can say that, it's at 12, at noon. At noon in my city, you should not go out because you will burn. There is no shade. The sun is just on top of everything, and there is no way you can find shade because it's so bright at that time. And then, but of course, the day doesn't start like that, right? It's dark, and then it shines more and more and more until it gets in, in Colombia is at noon when, where, when there is no shade, no shade possible. And that's our life. It starts a little dark and we cannot see a lot and it's hard to see what's happening and it's kind of okay I don't like I don't like this normally we don't like darkness right who likes darkness in here I don't like darkness in fact um, and, and this is 
this is not too long ago that I was still struggling on, you know, when it is, uh, uh, I don't know, 11 p.m. and you're about to sleep, but you're thirsty, you want to go to the kitchen, but all the lights are off. I remember, it, and, and again, this was not too long ago. Now I do it. Now I'm not as, as afraid as I used to be, but I remember in my life, even in my, in my early 20s, that I will turn on all the lights on my way to the kitchen because I did not like darkness. I was saying, okay, what if a demon <laughs> crosses on my way? What if a monster appears or what if, I don't know. I want to see what's going on in here. So I'll just turn all the lights on my way to the, to the kitchen, right? Because we don't like darkness. But the, the things of the Lord, sometimes they start a little dark. But if we believe, if we continue walking, if we continue waiting, if we continue believing in him, more light will come and more light and more light to our life. By the end of our life, when we're ready to go to heaven, we'll have way more light than what we used to have or, or way more revelation or way more understanding or way more knowledge of God than five years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago. Amen? Now, Job 8, 7 says, Though your beginning was small, Yet your latter end would increase abundantly. I'll read that one again. Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. Right now and again, the, 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 the plan or the things we see them so small. And we say, oh Lord, I want more. I want more. But this Big things will not take place just in a few hours or just in a few days or just in a few weeks. It might be years walking on the Lord and, of course, being faithful to the Lord, right? Because if you go your own way, okay, that's a different thing. I'm talking in here to people that stick to the plans of the Lord for their lives, okay? A different story if we, if we go away from the Lord and do our own things. Okay, all these promises will not take place in your life or in our lives if we do that. But for those that we stick to the Lord's plan, doesn't matter that we don't understand it, doesn't matter that we don't like it, but we are there, faithful. The, the, uh, the latter end will increase abundantly for us. The, God, the Lord will prosper you in every single way. I'm sure that he will do it financially, but that's not even the most important one. And again, I'm not saying that the Lord will not prosper you financially. I'm sure he will. Because when, when we see the Bible, we can see how, <clears throat> how there, there, there was believers that had no money at all, like... Uh, like um, Jacob, but with time, the Lord did prosper him, right? The same happened to David, and the same happened to so many uh, um, uh, believers. The Lord will prosper you. But more than the financial aspect is 
that he will prosper your spiritual life. He will give you more peace. And if you have already peace in your life, he will give you even more. He will give you more of the Holy Spirit. He will give you more wisdom. It doesn't matter that you might think, okay, but I, I recognize, this is not me, just an example. Someone might say, hey, I recognize uh, the Lord has given me wisdom. And that's perfect. That is awesome. But there is more. There is even more. When it comes to wisdom, when it comes to love, to, the Lord can give you more love, more grace, more knowledge, etc. The Lord can prosper you or the Lord will prosper you in every single, single aspect of your life. And now the, the last point, just to uh, finish um, the message today, is that the Lord will not stop working in you until the plan has been completely or, yeah, com completely fulfilled, right? It's not like the Lord will start a work in you and then the Lord will say, ah, I'm just whatever. I'm not going to continue working in Roland. I'll just, I give up. The Lord will never do that. If the Lord called you, he will do it. If the Lord uh, started a work in you, he's not going to stop. He's not he's going to abandon you. It doesn't matter that you make mistakes. We will make mistakes in life because we're not perfect. We will, I don't know. We will sin many times. And, I'm, I, and I am not saying, hey, go and sin, right? I, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that it could happen, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But the Lord will always be there to forgive us and to restore us and to continue the work. Uh, Philippians 1.6 says, this is Paul speaking, he's saying, being confident on this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. I will read that again. Being confident on this very thing, that he, that's of course the Lord, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. This is basically Paul saying here, relax. Relax. I know you guys are not perfect, but I am confident. I really know, I really understand, this is Paul saying, this thing that the Lord will continue working in you. Until the day of the Lord. Until the day of Jesus Christ. Until the day we go to heaven or Jesus comes back. So this is a very important thing. Because the enemy will come to us to say, you're not good enough. Are you a Christian and are you doing this? 
are you a Christian and you acted that way? Now the Lord is not with you anymore. The enemy will say, you know what? The Lord is not interested in doing a work in you anymore. Give up. Just give up. Do, do your own things. Because the Lord is tired of you. The, the Lord is sick of you. But all these are just lies. The Lord will never give up on us. No matter how hard we think it's going to be, for him, everything is possible. There is nothing too hard for him. So, um, I, that person, even, and not only in our lives, maybe in someone else, many times that person that we say he will, you know, how there is people that you say like, okay, I will, I will share the gospel to him, but I don't have like a lot of hope on, on him or her becoming Christian because he's a very notorious sinner, right? But that person that we say or that we might think, oh, the, that guy will never be a Christian, God might use him. God might change his life, bring him to repentance and use him in a huge way like it happened with Apostle Paul. The Lord did not give up on Paul. And this guy that used to kill believers, that used to kill Christians, became the most important apostle in history of Christianity, basically. So uh, I just want to finish this uh, message just to encourage uh, you guys, to encourage this church, to encourage this group of believers. Keep believing in the Lord. Don't give up to your faith. Continue believing that everything that you do not understand, everything that right now doesn't make any sense, at some point it will. And that the Lord has a, a, a good plan for you. Doesn't matter how stubborn you are, and don't be stubborn. But it doesn't matter, regardless your your. Uh, highs and lows regardless how bad is your character as long as we continue believing and saying Jesus gave his life for me Jesus paid it all in the cross for the plan of the Lord to take place in my life if Jesus gave me salvation he will give me the rest of the things if we persist if we continue if we wait on the Lord. So I want to finish this message uh, just with a, with a prayer. Um, let's just close our eyes for a minute. Let, let's pray and take a time just to, to, uh, to say to the Lord, Lord, help me. Lord, uh, give me the strength I need. Lord, give me the, the, the encouragement. Give me the confidence that I need to continue in this life. I will, I will pray for you. But you take your time to talk to the Lord and tell him and to tell him all what you need to say. Father God, I thank you for this time. And I pray for my brothers and sisters in this place, Lord. Help us not to give up. Help us, Lord, uh, to endure. Help us, dear Jesus, to continue the fight, to continue um, 
believing in you, I pray, dear God, that you will give us the strength and the wisdom we need. I just pray, dear God, that we will be confident in the fact that you are still working in us. You, you are not done with us, Lord. Not yet. There's still way more to do. Help us, dear God, to focus on the present. To focus on what you are doing right now. Whatever thing that, that is in the past is gone already. It's not there anymore. And the future, the future doesn't even exist yet. Help us to live, to live one day at a time. Knowing that you will work in us. Line upon line. Percept upon percept. A little here, a little there. You will do it, Lord, in our life. You are working in us little by little, Lord. Just help us to be patient and help us, Lord, to be faithful to you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Let's give a hand to the Lord. And yeah. See you on Sunday, guys. God bless you and have a good night. Hey, Lighthouse family, thanks so much for tuning in to another one of our podcast sermons. I'm Pastor Joel Sloss. For more podcasts, media, and live stream services at lighthouseniagara.com, Sundays at 10 o'clock. God bless.